Strong girls become strong women, and strong women become our leaders. Don't we want a leader who leads and lifts all women up and all people up, not just women, but lifts everyone up and not a leader who talks about, and I'm sorry, that's the wrong word, a president who talks about grabbing women by their pussies? Welcome to Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor, and this show is here to support your interest in center-right politics, policy, and breaking news. Listen in and discover how to awaken your inner ideal candidate. And if you're ready, how you can jump in and change the world as a runner or a supporter. Welcome to Political Contessa. If you or a friend have ever considered running or you know a woman who should, I've got something just for you. My quick guide called Secrets from the Campaign Trail. It will show you five signs to tell you you're ready to enter the political arena. To get these tips and learn about all new podcast episodes and ways to get involved, head over to politicalcontessa.com. Hello, and welcome to Political Contessa. I am Jennifer Nassor, and I am your political Contessa. So did you get to watch the first Republican debate? I mean, I was all ready. Wine, popcorn, had my kids sitting with me, my two daughters at our home. I said, you have to watch this historic moment because I knew that Nikki Haley was going to kick the asses of all the guys on the stage. And I want to say the boys on the stage, because that's exactly what it felt like watching the Republican debate. The first Republican debate where Nikki Haley was on stage with all of these boys who acted like little kids playing in the sandbox. And yet, who was the adult in the room? Shockingly so, it was the woman, but not any woman. It was Nikki Haley, a woman who has been in her state legislature, has been a governor, and has been an ambassador to the United Nations. That is who the adult in the room is. One of my favorite lines that Nikki Haley said was that strong girls become strong women and strong women become our leaders. Don't we want a leader who leads and lifts all women up and all people up, not just women, but lifts everyone up and not a leader who talks about, and I'm sorry, that's the wrong word, a president who talks about grabbing women by their pussies? I don't really want that guy to be the president of the United States. Nor do I want any man who wants to repress women. And that goes for Joe Biden, who could give a crap about women these days because now we've got men playing in women's sports. And that's okay on the Democratic side. But I want a woman who wants to lift our girls. I also watched the other candidates, not just watching Nikki Haley because I think she's phenomenal. But Ron DeSantis didn't answer the question about January 6th. Isn't that horrifying? 
we have a constitution in the United States. The constitution is what Mike Pence was following when Donald Trump was trying to, I don't know, encourage people to get Mike Pence not to certify the election. That's ridiculous. And Ron DeSantis couldn't answer. Not only that, Ron DeSantis came out on stage with a bad attitude, really kind of condescending and nasty, very much like I went to an Ivy League and I'm smarter than all of you are attitude. I don't like that. I don't appreciate that. And I don't want to be spoken to like that. And neither should you. Mike Pence, the nicest guy, he's so vanilla. But he did know how to command that stage. I don't agree with him on his social issues, but he did know how to command on that stage because him and Chris Christie are the only two people who have actually been on that big of a debate stage in the past. Chris Christie, God bless him. I mean, he's a great debater. He was, you know, I'm sure as a governor, I loved him as governor. I think he's a really phenomenal guy. His only purpose in this election is to hammer Donald Trump. And I think that's great. But Donald Trump wasn't there for the debate. No, Donald Trump couldn't be there because he was busy getting booked in Georgia. I digress. Tim Scott, nice guy, did not belong on that stage. He's just, I'm sure he's a really nice guy. That's what I've heard. I've heard he's the nicest guy in Washington. But that does not equate a leader. And Vivek, I mean, he is like king of the memes. I also don't want a president. We already had one. We had one who was a reality TV sensation. I don't want a president who is running so that way he can create some new social media memes. And yet, who do we have? We have Nikki Haley, the only compassionate Republican and candidate on that stage who wants to have a conversation on reproductive rights. That's important. 85% of the country. 85%. And I don't care where you are, if you're on the up to time of birth or if you're on the pro-life never side. But 85% of the country believes that there should be some sort of abortion right in a time frame that women know that they're pregnant and can make all of the arrangements that they need to make. And Nikki Haley says, I am not pro-life because I'm Republican. I'm pro-life because I had trouble having my children. I'm pro-life because my husband was adopted. And I'm pro-life because I'm surrounded by blessings. But she says that she understands that this is a very difficult choice. She also takes away the lie that is perpetrated by all of the men in the Republican Party that there could be some federal ban on abortion. And because we will never have 60 senators, we can't do that. And she was happy to fight those guys about this. She was also happy to fight Vivek about his foreign policy or lack of foreign policy acumen. He wants to hand Taiwan over to China. 
No one should be dealing with China. We should be pushing them down and not helping them to regain other countries. But that's what he would like because he has zero foreign policy experience. Again, what do we need? We want and need a leader who is going to lead. We need a leader who is competent. We need someone who has intellect. We have someone who has experience and we need someone who also has compassion, but not the foo-foo compassion of the left that is made up and just makes you feel good, but it ha- it's not rooted in anything factual. And here we have Nikki Haley, and we have an awesome opportunity to raise this woman up, watch her go on to bigger and better things, and debate Joe Biden. And wouldn't that be a phenomenal debate to watch? Let me tell you, I would love to watch that debate. David Brooks, who is a Times columnist, he wrote a phenomenal article about Nikki Haley entitled, Nikki Haley is the best Trump alternative. And he talks about his friends who are never Trumpers, maybe Trumpers, kind of Trump Republicans, and about all the conversations that originally surrounded Ron DeSantis. And then there was conversation about Tim Scott. But after the debate, he says, the, the, after Wednesday's debate, it persuaded me that the best Trump alternative is not Scott, it's Nikki Haley. It's nothing against Scott. He just didn't show the specific kind of power and force needed to bring down Trump. Haley showed more than a glimpse of that power. That is what we need. And if we're hearing this from columnists who pay attention to debates and politics and policy and candidates, I hope you saw the highlights from the debate if you didn't watch it. And if you haven't watched the debate, watch it and catch on to the next debate at the end of September. Because this is important, because you might think it's a joke, but as I have said to friends, this is about the economy. This is about your job, your partner's job. This is about your kid's job. This is about your housing, your children's housing. This is about safety, public safety, safety of the nation. This is about education. This is about our personal liberties and freedoms. We don't want to live in a George Orwell 1984 novel where we think that the government knows best. We want to enjoy those freedoms. And the only way we can do it is by nominating a strong Republican to run against the weakest Democrat out there. So I hope that you will go back and watch the debate from August of 2023. And I hope that you will watch the debates going forward. And I hope that you will consider to yourself, polls don't matter. The only poll that matters is the poll on election day. It is up to you to be educated on who these candidates are, educated on their policy perspectives and their stances, educated on their backgrounds and what they have done and what they intend to do 
once they do become president of the United States. And then it is up to you to go and talk to your friends, talk to your children, talk to your parents, talk to your family members. But most importantly, please, whatever state you live in, make sure you go vote in your primary. Thank you for listening here today on Political Contessa. I'm Jennifer Nassor. I am your Political Contessa. Stay happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks so much for listening to Political Contessa. For all the ways to listen and to get the inside scoop on what's happening in center-right politics for women like us, head over to politicalcontessa.com. 